Welcome to the Diversity on the Hill podcast with Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Curcio. Here are the ground rules for our conversation. Respect one another. Openness. No assumptions allowed. Mistakes are welcome. And let's grow together. Enjoy the conversation. Podcast. Hey, did you notice I, my voice seems a little uh, deeper? Yes, I noticed you went for the NPR thing again. Well, because I was losing my voice this morning, and what ends up happening is I can talk in the lower register, but when I get in the higher register, which is what I normally talk in, hey everybody, <laughs> I can't I can't hear myself. Well, that's PJ by the way, PK here, and we, um, we have some guests today. We have some guests. It's so awesome, and we're recording in a remote location. So it might sound a little different than what it normally does. It sounds a little more do, echoey. Do they get to guess where it is? Like, do, can they put in the comments where they think it is? Oh, where do you think we're at? Yeah, that's a good question. We can that's a good question. I like that. Where are we? Where in the world is diversity on the hill? Does that mean we have to throw hints in there? Like, well, maybe something will come out as we. All right, all right. But people might figure out if they're smart sleuth. So, but oh, there you go. That's an inside thing going on here, and uh, we can post that poll on IG, I guess. But let's That's introduce some of our uh, guests. How about that? We have the person you just heard. I'm Jeff Starr, youth pastor at McDonald Road Church. So it's Pastor Jeff Starr. So what can we? P P P S. Pastor Starr. Just call this one Starr. So PG, parental guidance. P, but. How about just Starr? Just drop the pastor. Oh yeah, 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 Starr. Starr. Okay, that works. And I am Josh Woods, chaplain at Georgia Cumberland Academy. By the way, he looks very nervous for you guys right now. <laughs> he does not want to be recording. Oh, you, no, you no. looking at him, he's like, wants to be very quiet. Jeff is, anyways. And then we have sitting on right next to me. Uh, Chris Massengill, chaplain at College Dale Academy. Hey. He's oh. uber excited to be here. Oh, <laughs> uber he excited. Is uber is in we're recording this a little late, and a couple of these guys are tired and don't want to record. I can't help it. Like I that. can't help it that I, I like my uh, my I like my sleep. Dude, you're you a know? grandmother. <laughs> you want to go to sleep so early, and I, you're the youngest of us all. I like to get eight hours of sleep every so night. So do I. Plus ten. Plus <laughs> ten. He gets his beauty sleep, then he goes and he exercises. We know he has That's a true. good regimen. So that that right. He's gonna live right. the longest because he's youngest, and he exercises more. That's, what he That's exercises the way he stays out. pretty. Good job, though. So if you want to reach out to us, you can reach us at Diversity on the Hill, Diversity with the C. Uh, at gmail.com. I don't even know why we still say diversity with the C. That's going to stop saying Because it. the people who are new oh, who that's might right. be listening, For they might be... spell it wrong. And if they spell it wrong, they're not going to find it. They already found it when they're listening to you. That's what we were discussing maybe. last time. Well, not last maybe time. Not. Maybe not. No, they may have found the podcast, but maybe... Well, somebody a... could be showing it to them. They could have gotten a, a link. Okay. All right. right. And another way you can reach us is at diversity on the hill on IG. On the Instagrams. Yes, not the OG. That's what we are, the old geezers. But not our guests. They're not old geezers like we are. A couple of them. (laughs) (laughs) And the one who's the young geezer acts like an old geezer. (laughs) (laughs) That's tough, man. You didn't tell us you'd come here and make fun of us. No, is that how this goes? Speaking of making fun of, all right, I we have a new segment that we're gonna call, and it's called "I'm a Dummy." No, how about how about I stand corrected? Now, how about just I'm a dummy? Okay, you can right. call that. Now, remember, one oh, of our one of our ground rules is 
it's okay to make mistakes. That's Our mistakes, mistakes are welcome. welcome. Yes, they are. And I made a huge mistake. Uh, my Both mask, of us did, by the way. No, you just went along. You were cursy old kind and really didn't get into it. No, I feel like if you were really thinking about it, you would have been like, dude, you're dumb. <laughs> I think at first you were like a little skeptical. I was at first. Yeah, and you should have followed that. I chose not to. And what I said last week is that the 600 million lottery, right? That meant that we could give a million dollars to everyone in America and, and more. And then uh, as we were driving down, I was sharing that information again, uh, which I should have really looked into it better. And one of, I think it was Mr. Star here, Master Star, uh, it, it told me how dumb I was. In a very nice way. It was a very nice way. So basically, if you won that amount of money, you couldn't give everyone a million dollars. It's just a little less, maybe less than everyone, two dollars a person. Everyone in the U.S., right? Yeah, yeah everyone Which in the U.S. How many people? Uh, three hundred over three hundred million. Three hundred twenty million, right? Around there. That's what we were using. Over three hundred million is a good figure. Yeah. yeah. So instead of one million to everybody, you could give them a dollar something. So I mean, it's just a little bit off. Just a little. Just bit. a little bit off. Um, just a little bit. But you're willing to say. I'm oh, I made a huge yeah. mistake. Yeah. And here's what I learned from it. You know, like we're talking, we often talk about all kind of, sometimes we talk about misinformation, sometimes we talk about controversies and having conversations with people. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons why we say it's okay to make a mistake is because everyone makes a mistake. But I also learned that sometimes you make a mistake and you carry that information with you a lot and you share it with other people. Yeah. Right? And you don't know you're saying a mistake for a long time. That's why I feel like it's important to be humble. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's important to realize, hey, when I have conversations, I've probably said some dumb stuff in the past without knowing. Yeah, like, yes, you definitely have. Yes, just I to, did, yes. just wanted to confirm. Oh confirm. <laughs> well, yeah. again, I can't believe, man. I, I, I feel so bad. I feel so dumb about it. I want to erase that, but then I realize, nope. I gotta put my mistakes out there. It's true. Let people know how dumb I am from a million dollars to a dollar. No, no, no. So he, I did ask him. I, I did ask him. I was like, PJ, do you want me to take the episode down? And he was like, no. Because again, we're growing together and this is part of the growth process. So we're not afraid to apologize and make mistakes. And we don't mind uh, clarifying. And we did we get we did speak. get someone who uh, Clarified on the oh, on the one of the listeners reached out. Yeah, two of the listeners less. Oh, two. two. Oh, yeah. Well, one ready. told me uh, it's really over a dollar something, oh. or two dollars a person, <laughs> and you could give six hundred people a million dollars. I mean, it's just a little bit of a difference. I realized. Listen, listen, guys, I was I wasn't too far off. <laughs> so I, I want to say thank you for being smart. And they said, hey, listen, you made the mistake, and I was like, yeah, we figured that out already. Thank you shout very much. To, shout out to this. Yeah, that was Alex. Alex said that. And, and then someone else was very nice and said, yeah, I, I couldn't quite get the math to work out. I, I, I just didn't quite get it. So It was their calculator. Yeah, yeah, it was their calculator. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So thank you for reaching out and, and um, saying in a very nice way that I'm dumb. You didn't say it that way at all, but th thank you very much for reaching out. So we'd like you to reach out, clarify with us. We, we need corrections, right? Yeah, all the time. Most so, of the time. So uh, today we have these people. People around us, and we're just going to do a little roundtable. We decided we'd do something fun and different this time, and do a little roundtable, throw some stories out there that I kind of read, and and just see where we're where we're at with it. So the first one I want to talk about is this. We were uh, we were actually talking on the way down about robots, or it was a question, and we were playing a game. Oh, what was it? How did that come up? Oh, robots. Yeah, something about robots doing. 
Different jobs. Yeah, what different jobs job. are gonna take you? I was here. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was when we were humans. Yeah. What jobs can be replaced yeah. by human humans. jobs yeah. can be replaced yeah. by robots. And someone said pastor. Yeah. Yes. And we said, well, I'd actually heard something about a robot kind of pastoring. And I don't remember where the story was, but then I remember reading this story and I brought it up. So this article is called Meet Gospel Music's First Ever Ar Artificial Intelligence Artist, JC. Artificial huh. Intelligence Artist. Interesting so, name. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, JC. Why was it JC? So JC is not a human being, yet he sings. So it's a computer-based, algorithm-based um, program. They put this, it was a Christian company. They put this into the computers and the computers sang the song and came up huh. with lyrics to a Christian song and it's called Biblical Love. Oh. Yeah. Now I I heard it and it doesn't sound overly Christian to be honest with you. There's words Biblical Love and there's kind of some weird lyrics in there. The kind robot's of... still figuring out his theology. Yes, yes. He's still he's still a baby Christian. Yeah. Yeah, the robot's a baby. And we're not going to judge him for that. No, no, no. We're not going to judge a computer based upon that. So I just thought it was interesting that people are putting AI to do even now Christian things. Like, what do you think of that? Like, I thought it was weird. Would wow, PJ's really giving you guys uh, a really nice lead-in because he know it doesn't give me a segue of how he feels before we start talking. <laughs> he just goes ahead, goes ahead, goes ahead and asks the question. What do, what do you think about it? Yeah, what do you think about it? It's, it's but weird. at least you know to him it was weird. I, I guess I wonder like what's the motivation? What's the purpose? Like it, I get when you make robots to like clean the house or or you can check out at Walmart with robotics or whatever. I get that. What's the purpose? Like what is that? What is the desired outcome? I know what the purpose. I I have I feel like I know what I feel like the purpose is. But wait, I want to get you guys' input. An AI-generated Christian song or artist. I guess without hearing I mean, the song, it's a little rough. But go ahead. <laughs> I mean, maybe they can get whatever point they want to get across. Like they can just get it across. Like something behind the scenes, like sneaky, get it in. Versus like oh you're going you're going like old school well, I don't know instead of making old school Hell's Bells no but like like <laughs> you, you have to convince <laughs> you have to convince somebody valid. to <laughs> sing that way or to believe that way but they can just make you they can portray anything they want through that artificial yeah because I guess what, what Chris is getting at is the computer isn't going to input their opinion or their feelings mm, right somebody it's kind of just. Yeah. Program. But I listened to the song and it really, some parts, just, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. There are some words in there, there's some Christian things, and it's called biblical, I love you with a biblical love. It was weird. That could almost be a, a real, like a love song, not necessarily a Christian song. You were going to say something? Well, I think, I mean, I think it's weird, partly because I feel like the value and the beauty of Christian music is that it comes from a place of need. Right, like your relationship with God, or your your failure of sin, and your need for a savior, and that's not something that a, a robot is going to experience. And so, it's going to write a song from a like a I don't know, like a a computer perspective, I guess. It's sterile. It's like theory. It just generates. Yeah, it's, it's, it's theory just generates the song. Right. It's a generous so song. I never experienced the emotions of becoming a. Like I wonder, like you have repentance. It doesn't understand. There's what, no relationship. Yeah, there's no could, relationship. It, could it be a value? Of value? Maybe to other computers. What if you didn't? Oh. What oh, if you yeah. didn't know? What if you didn't know? Actually, yeah, exactly. Better. I think it could be. 
Because like, if, if I had no idea this song was written by an AI and listening to it and, and it actually helped my spiritual walk, like yeah, God yeah. can use something that was designed by humans like he does all the time. What if you found out that one of your favorite Christian songs was actually AI generated? I'd be okay Would with that it. change it? I'd be okay with it. Like God used it. If it was, if it like did some meant something to me and I was changed by it, God used it. That's awesome. Would you feel a little cheap somewhere? <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'd almost feel cheated. Like if what? I had bought it, I would feel cheated. <laughs> well, you see, but wait, I, okay. well, I don't know. Where are you coming from? But then I'm gonna maybe take us to a direction where PJ did not intend. But you can appreciate the birds, the music that comes from birds. We don't understand it necessarily, okay. right? You can't interpret what the birds are singing, even though some people have done research on that and they say they can hear, um, I don't know. Crazy bird lady? From, they, could hear, yeah. they could hear that the birds were saying, like, singing praises to God. I don't know. There was some research on that. Don't call me right now. I'm not. The crickets, when you slow right down the crickets, but, it sounds like the hallelujah chords. That's one of the ones I saw. Okay. Or Zoe so, Giglio thinks the stars are singing hallelujah. It's getting late. It's like, getting late. Da, 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 it's a song he helped co-write, so it's a little weird. Right. Zoe Giglio, I don't know if I agree with you, but okay. But So so what I'm trying to get at is, can God use it? Yes, he can. Can it reach someone? It probably will. But in the end, it's still odd to us who are not accustomed to listening to music that comes from a an artificial intelligence. China has been experimenting with this with pop music, and this is kind of, but this is the first Christian one. Oh, she got to bring China into this, huh? It's getting political. China's here. in the middle of everything. Okay, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so you, someone asked the question, like, why would they do this? I know why they do it. Go ahead. It's all about money. Money. I was just gonna oh, say. Oh, you, you, you don't have to pay an artist. Yeah. You just yeah. put it in there, it generates the song. I bet they would love it if they could generate songs like this and they like would a hit song. Yeah. 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 Because, because what it all it's doing, artist, yeah. it's taking the algorithm of what's popular, of what people like, what putting sound. the algorithm of words together. You don't have to pay someone to write it, you don't have to pay someone to sing it. Only the producer. Yeah. It saves mm. a lot of money. That's very yeah. Which t- which makes it feel dirty. Hmm. So I'm not convinced, like I'm I'm not convinced that um, AI will get to the level of humans. I know that Elon Musk thinks that they're going to take over the world, and he's like afraid of AI. But I don't know. God like, will let it happen. I think God will let it happen. No, I'm just. I'm, I, maybe I, it will. Yeah. But no, like, I agree with what you're saying. I'm just asking if God's going to stop it. Like in our next room over here, in our undisclosed location, we are. There's a fireplace playing on the TV. But that's not the same as an actual fireplace. Like the, the vibe is not the same. So I just, you know, I don't know. You can't roast a marshmallow. Exactly. You can't feel the warmth. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like there's gonna be that human touch that will, will never make it. I, and I could be wrong, but. Um, so, you, so I think you're right because you don't connect with that artist. Like, the music that right. I like, I connect with, the person that wrote it or. Seeing them, knowing who they are, learning a little about their life. The, who are you going to go see the at a failures, concert? The mistakes. Just I'm just saying. Do you think? Do you, but do you think some of that connection is a little fake? Because let's take let's take like Bruce Springsteen. Mm. He sings about the common man, and he wrote. He I saw I saw an interview with him once where he's like, uh, some of that's kind of a lie. I've never I haven't lived a common man's life in so long. He's trying to relate to you to sell money. It's about yeah. money. It goes back to money. 
But what did he have to write that song? He had to have either have experienced it or he had to have empathy. Or understand how someone's you know. Yeah, yeah, like they say that the soul of the artist comes through their music oftentimes, not necessarily through their words. Like you can take the words out of the, of the song and you can still feel the emotion in the music. Okay, I got scared there. So, no, soul. not their actual soul. Come on. <laughs> but what I'm trying to get at is there's more to music than just the words. Like the actual, the people actually playing the music can also play in a way that conveys a message. And that's the reason why I'm saying it's, an AI can probably get the words right and, and put the quote unquote gospel message through it, but the emotion behind it is gonna be lacking. It reminds me of the walk we took this evening where there was a band playing and the lead singer was belting out the song, but he wasn't moving. There didn't seem to be any emotion in there. Mm. And every one of us commented on how mm. stiff and whatever he looked, and it just didn't seem right. It looked boring. Yeah, look, like 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 if you were watching, it it actually ruined the song. As we were hearing the song, it's I'm like, oh yeah, I know that song. And as soon as I looked at him and I saw him, like how dead he looked, I was like, I can't watch this. It doesn't. It, it like didn't it take some away almost. It was like it was good to listen to. Yeah, like he had a great voice. But, but once you looked at him, you're just like, oh. It, it was he a robot? Happen. Like we were talking. He might be a robot. <laughs> Who's that, JC? <laughs> <laughs> so you don't think AI can get to, to that level? Huh? I'm not sure. It will. I'm just wondering if it's yeah. like is AI <laughs> the new antediluvian technology? Mm-hmm. Like they thought antediluvian. Before the flood, yeah. I think you're onto something, John. Oh, dude, dude I, oh I'm man, the robots yeah. are gonna take AI, over. You've never been wrong before. I mean, I, no, I, no, I, I, I totally I'm got this. I think you guys have been watching too much iRobot, but that's all right. <laughs> all right, all right, we'll all right. Okay. Next story, next story. Interesting story, though. That is interesting. And for the record, we don't know these stories ahead of time. No, no, no only, no, our only know. PJ. No, PJ got to prepare. I appreciate you bringing that up, Chris. Thank Obviously, you. I need to prepare after last week. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do a lot more research. So. <laughs> People know I don't prepare. Listen to last week, and you know I don't prepare. <laughs> he prepares, uh, but Ooh. as you all know, our listeners are, are aware it is unscripted. So this is what kind of made our guests a little uncomfortable <laughs> because it's unscripted. I was uncomfortable. I'll admit it. But no, but we're glad you guys are being great sports and it's great. Next question. I never Sorry. like to walk Sorry. into a conversation with Pastor Montez unprepared. <laughs> when he's prepared, when he's Listen, no one knows who Pastor Montez is. PJ. Okay. PJ. Thank you. There you go. All right. But speaking of being Makes a good sport, old. which most of them are, maybe not all of them. Speaking of being a good sport. <laughs> sport um, good at sports or good Yeah, sport? yeah we're going to talk about sports. Okay. Okay. Oh. And everyone knows this story. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, oh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers in the recent vaccination debacle. Diva. Oh, okay. So, if you don't know the story, Aaron Rodgers alluded to the fact, or everyone thought he was vaccinated at the beginning of the immunized. year. Immunized. 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 Yeah. Well, we'll get into that in yeah. a second. Everyone right. thought he was vaccinated yeah. through the year. He got COVID, and then it came out that he wasn't vaccinated. And he wasn't following the rules either. And he wasn't following the, the rules, protocols for people who weren't vaccinated in the NFL. Correct. And then, this, as the story came out, he went on a, he said an interview on the story, and, and he said some more interesting things, which some people who are listening to us may agree with some of the stuff he said. I, I think some of it's a little interesting. Um, but I want to get more to the story of Aaron Rodgers and what you think of this like story, like when it first hit. I didn't realize... At first, oh, he got it. Okay, well, whatever, big deal. He's gonna be out a couple weeks. But right. then, as it started to come out, like 
Wait, he lied about being having the he intentionally. He intentionally yeah. made people now he said he didn't lie. What do you think? Do you think he lied? I think yes. he, he meant to deceive everybody. If you want to, he meant to deceive. He meant to deceive. Whether you want to say he lied, he he changed his words. He meant to deceive the people he was talking to. So here was the question. The question was: Someone asked him, "Have you been vaccinated?" Now, what was interesting was this was after the off season. There was a big off season mess, so people were more worried about that. So I think people missed out. But he said, "This is this was exactly what he said." He said, "Yeah, I've been immunized." Right. But he said, "Yeah, first, have you been vaccinated?" He said, "Yeah." I've been immunized. Let me rephrase it. looks, from, the, from looking at the outside, it looks like he meant to deceive. I don't know his heart. I don't know. I'm not going to try to judge that. But I'm also, I'm disclaimer, I'm a Detroit fan, so it's very easy oh. for me to oh. put my oh. under, oh. under them. So, but anyway, I think he meant to deceive. All right, like Chris, do you think he lied? Yes. Um, I, I think that sometimes saying yeah at the beginning of a, an answer is like a, is a vocal tick. You know, like, yeah, I've been, I've, been in, I've been immunized. You know what I'm saying? And I'm totally just kind of being devil's advocate here. But he, never, sa- he never said, I'm vaccinated. You know? So, so, like... Yeah, but it was that, yeah. What do you think? Oh, like I said, I think he was trying to deceive the people that he was... So Isn't that own, a lot? In his own mind, he can... Like, okay, there, you can justify however you want to. Like, I can do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit Josh in the, in the arm... And I'm you could be like, you could be like, you hit him in the arm, like, no, I hit his shirt. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I can yeah. justify whatever I want in my own head. I'm trying to deceive if I'm going to say I didn't hit him. I really touched his shirt, but that's all I'm saying is, I'm not going to sit there and say he lied, because in his own mind, he probably justified it however he wanted to, but he meant to deceive, at least from what it looks like. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, he lied. Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. to me, he, he deceived <laughs> I mean, yeah. with the intent to... To me, that's a lie. You were asked, are you vaccinated? His response, yeah, I've been immunized. He used those words, he yeah, words those I mean, to deny later, though. Yeah. He used them intentionally. So, so this is, this is, this is exactly what I'm getting at. He, you don't just walk around with saying, I'm immunized, I'm immunized, I'm immunized. Like, like, he had to have spoken to somebody that helped him craft it this way. I mean, now, don't, don't get me wrong. Aaron Rodgers is a smart man. Like, I used to think he was a smart he, man. I mean, in the sense of knowledge, like very knowledgeable and that kind of stuff. You know, he he uses his words carefully. He usually. does, he does, and he's crafty with his words. So maybe he didn't get help, but the point is, he said it in a way that calmed people where there was no follow up. Mm-hmm. The reporter understood it as, oh, well, yeah, so you're there was a lottery prize, and that was that was kind of the idea. So and thought nothing more of it and moved mm-hmm. on. So it was the right word. What if you would have said, "Yeah, I've gotten some some tremendous treatment for it." Yeah, people wouldn't believe that. He used he used the right he word. He used yeah. the right word. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when when you prepare to be deceitful, and I said the key word is prepare, you can find the right thing to say. That could slip through, and that's why I said he lied. All right, let me ask. Let me ask you all this. There had to be some intention in this. Let me ask you all this. If your wife asked you that question and you answered that way, whoa! <laughs> would she say? Would she have said, "Cool, you didn't lie"? It depends. Really? 
time. No, 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 not 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 lie. I mean, in the no. moment, I'm thinking. I am just wife not gonna answer that. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 not no, on so, the so record. Here's, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Listen, no, I'm the number one listener to this podcast. So, my wife doesn't want to hear me say dumb things. She actually said, "I don't want to hear you say those things." No, my wife listens sometimes, depending on the topic. Okay, so if the question was, "Are you vaccinated?" And I answer, yeah, I've been immunized. It depends on the topic where the level of trust that I'm going to tell her the truth, she may just say, okay, and just move on. Hold on to the yeah that some people took. That was like, oh, he said, yeah, whatever he said after that doesn't really matter. But I believe, I want to give my wife the benefit of the doubt that I believe that she would be a little more, uh, she would clarify like, we've gotten to a point in our marriage where we clarify. I didn't really fully understand what you said. Is this it, right? So I think that she would have came back with follow a follow-up. Ah. But if you trust the I'm... person enough, you could just take their initial response like the yeah, which could be the, the setup, or I don't know exactly what they call it, like um. A lot of people use um or uh, you know, to try to get them or propel them into the, whatever Statement. they're going to say. So that's what I think. So it depends on the topic and who is involved. I am surprised that they didn't follow up because, I mean, that is a vague answer. Yeah, you know. explain it. It's not vague, though. No one says they're immunized. Exactly. Some people do use that word. For vaccination, though? For... Yes. I, I have never I, heard that. I've only heard him say it. For, like, pre-COVID, maybe. Yes. Yes, pre-COVID. But, but, I, they're, but they're still using that. It's still a word that can be used for that. But see, this is the thing. The word immune means that you will not get X, Y, or Z. I am immune to chickenpox, for instance. I already got chickenpox when I was a kid. I should be immune. I shouldn't get it again. However, COVID, we were told that even if you got vaccinated, you ran the risk of getting it. So therefore, you are not immune. I think you can Fully still get immune. some of the others as well, but highly unlikely. Then he lied. Right. Then right. he lied both ways because he can't be immune. Not fully. <laughs> no, so he lied anyways. He lied everywhere. That's why I said he lied. Anyways. I any any other further thoughts on on, on this guy? <laughs> I know it's kind of a controversial topic, but I I, I don't like this. I mean, are we just I, I just I'm just gonna ask, are we are we talking about yeah, he lied. Like that's is that our standard for NFL quarterbacks? Like, how many... Like, there's a lot of NFL players that have... A, we're talking about him being vaccinated or are we talking about some other domestic abuse things? That, like, I don't yeah, know. I'm, I'm just like... No, no, no. This is one... Yeah, this is... I'm not, and I don't like Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback because I'm a Detroit fan, but... I like what I'm, saying, what I'm saying is he's a good quarterback if you want to look at... Look at that but he lied, yes. But the bigger issue is like, I think he got, he's gotten caught up in a smaller market. He's gotten caught up in a in a different. I think it's different than the rest of the rest of the country. I'm not trying to justify anything he did. I just it's a different situation. I, I think that this is a wake up call for those who just put these people in a pedestal where it's just like I'm going to take him at his word. No, it's not because half the country thinks what he did was totally justified and actually think he's a hero for it. And then when he uses all these crazy ways of referring to it, you know, profanity and everything, they celebrate it, you know? Yeah, and, and people are going to be like, yeah, this is America. Yeah, they shouldn't tell you what to do. Which, by the way, you, the NFL did not mandate that they get vaccinated. 
Yeah, right. That's true. He so he say. didn't have to. So he had to follow the protocol. But he was, was still misled. He misled. No, no, no. I'm, what, what, I'm, what, what, I'm clarifying. I'm clarifying here. And his teammates. And all the people he put at risk. Anyways, but once sorry, again, sorry. half the nation thinks he's a hero because of this, because they don't believe in it. Yeah. Half the other country is villainizing him because of it. Personally, that's whether you for you to decide whether you think he was justified in it. I don't think lying or misleading is ever justification for anything. So as a Christian, we need to realize, even if we believe in the principles he wants to stand for, he should have been truthful. He should have said, no, and I don't believe in that. And that's, and that's why I, I said that. he lied. And as a Christian podcast, we don't behave like that. That's my point. Well, I mean, intentionally. Well, I've got, I lied last I've week. Got, well, you did not lie. You made a mistake. You I've, got a, I've got a question you guys can talk about in another podcast. It's not for you. Because you just you made, you said a statement. In the Christian life, in the Christian worldview, there's it's never okay to lie. That's what you just said, correct? Uh, okay, go ahead. Okay. So two things. Number one, and this is what you can. He's taking us down another rabbit hole. We don't have to go. To, we don't we go there. Take, this, is this, this is the teaser for later. We'll have to bring you back for this one. That's okay. Yeah, okay. So number one, like the case of lying to save someone's life, you can say bring up Nazi Germany, bring up whatever you want to bring up with that. I've heard both the sides other, of that. The story. other, the other thing. Is why did God's and this is I've read it in the Hebrew, so I'm, I'm mm. take I'm assuming oh, oh, he's the expert here. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm not saying sheep, that. I'm just saying I've gone back. I've gone back and looked at it, and it, in God's with God's finger, He wrote. I believe He wrote, "Don't or thou shalt not lie." He didn't use those words, but you know, thou shalt not lie against your neighbor. Why, if it was just that, don't lie, like He said, don't murder. He said, don't murder anybody. I mean, he, he didn't add anything to that. Why did he say against your neighbor? Does it mean anything? Why did he include it? All of those things. So, like, I don't know. I, I would say, as a Christian, for me, there is a time that lying would not be a sin. That's what I would say. All right, but I'm not, not talking about Aaron Rodgers. I said that's... Right, right, right. But here's the thing. That gets sticky because someone who believes in Aaron Rodgers' cause... Who yes. believes that we shouldn't be forced to do certain things because we're not vaccinated, because we're free, we shouldn't have to wear a mask, which is one of the reasons why he deceived. He's not wearing masks, he didn't want to follow the NFL yeah. protocols, which by the way, this is gonna take me down another another <laughs> thing, but I'll get back to that. So his some people are gonna think he had just, just cause to do that. Because he is standing up for what he there yeah. are some people who think the vaccine is anti-religious. Yes. They think it's anti what uh, you know religious freedoms. There are some people who believe that. So they think, well, if Aaron, if that's true, then Aaron Rodgers didn't lie. That was a justifiable lie. That's why I don't think lying is ever correct because you can always find a justification. I agree with you, but we should never look for those justifications. But there's times when I don't think it's a sin. We get it. We won't bring you back for that. I disagree with you on that's that. Fine. But that, that's fine. Okay. Here's here's was it, this this was the other thing that was gonna take me down the road like him not wearing a mask even though it's the rules of the NFL mm -hmm. his right? employer his employer he, he chose to work there yeah he yeah. Cho he yeah. chose to work he's yeah. getting paid millions yes. of dollars yes. his life has been so I hate it when NFL people say they're persecuted or they're treated poorly no be a Walmart worker and then you tell me yeah. that you have it bad no no stop anyways so. One of my biggest pet peeves, and it happens when I step into schools, when I step into churches, when like a school says, hey, listen, this is a mask 
we want you to wear a mask for this event, all right? Or you go somewhere in, in a store, like, we doctor's want you to office. wear a mask for this, or a doctor's mm-hmm. One of my pet peeves is when I see them wearing that mask around their chin, I get so annoyed. When the employees. No, no when, no, when anybody, like, anybody anyone who comes in. Because I want to respect the organization. Usually it's not the employees yeah. who do it. Yeah. It's the people who come in. Like, yeah. I was at an event at a, at a place. I won't say where, but I was at an event at a place, and they, they were telling people they wanted them to wear masks, and there was so many people who had it, you know, way below their mouth, or some people just wore it on their chin. Yeah. And I was just like, it, it annoyed me so much. It's like, can you not respect people enough? That, respect listen, you don't have to be here. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. And even if you have to be there, respect the place enough that for an hour or two, you could, I don't know, does anyone else get bothered by that? Yeah. Oh, it bothers me so much. Yeah. It bothers me when people are upset and saying their free will is being taken. When, like, let's say Walmart is requiring you to wear a mask. It's their business. It's not, I can shop somewhere else. Not everywhere in the world has options. Like, we do have options. So, I, yeah, I wish we would just be respectful of businesses' desires. Yeah, so yeah. going back to the whole Aaron Rodgers not Let's wearing the mask yeah, sorry, that was the NFL. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> the, the rules were implemented to protect the people, so people don't have to miss time, don't have to miss work, athletes in particular, your teammates, Correct. or what have you, right? Now, the thing when, in this particular case, which I think Josh alluded to this earlier, that, that he sees Aaron Rodgers as a diva. Right, he feels above the law as the quarterback. Special treatment, elite. Player. Uh, so an elite this, yeah, this like, kind of yeah, and he is elite. Yeah, know? of course. You know, I think Stephen A. says he's a bad man, right? So the idea is he's really good, right? And that's and that's and that's kind of how that works. <laughs> okay, so they were afraid that I was going to say something else, but no, uh, this is a Christian podcast and uh, it is uh, uh, family friendly. Anyhow, so the point is. That that kind of behavior is also aggravating because he put people at risk. You know, it's like we, we alluded, I think we alluded to this when we were talking about COVID in, in one of our other episodes. I don't want to live with the thought that maybe I didn't follow a rule and someone got sick and passed away. I believe he right. thinks he didn't put people at risk. Yeah, I, believe, yeah, I agree with that. And, right? and, that's his, and that's his perspective. Yeah. And I would right. even say, I'm, I'm, I sort of agree, and but maybe just take it. I hate incriminating someone that I don't know, so I'm not trying to do that. However, it appears that it was, well, I don't really care about what you think or what the organization stands for. This is what I want. Right. This is what I'm yeah, going to do. Yeah. So I feel like it was more of a kind of a screw you mentality yeah. or or just a self-centered mentality. He you pretty know. much said that. Right. And that that yes, bugs yes, me. Yeah. You know, it's like, like I can't do, I can't, I can't go through what everyone else is going through, and I can't, you know, or respect organizations' wishes, like you know what you're talking if about. If I accept the PJ. paycheck from that organization, I should be willing to abide by the rules that they're trying to put on me. If I don't want to abide by those rules, I don't accept the paycheck, and I can walk. But around. did he feel empowered because he knows that that the United States is split in this? I know, I, I think he felt empowered because he's, listen, if you follow Aaron Rodgers at all, he kind of has always felt a little bit above it. It, it seems like. It always seems like he's always like, I, I'm a great quarterback. They're not going to get rid of me. 
So I'm gonna, I'm gonna just stand my ground. I'm gonna do what I want to do. If he was some rookie coming off the street, I don't think this would have happened this way. Yeah. Personally, I don't think it would have. Maybe it would have. I, I've seen very, very few rookies kind of. Didn't didn't they draft a quarterback this year and last, two years? Last year. Year. Oh, two yeah. years, and he yeah. didn't like it and right. made a big yeah. scene. Big so hoopla, yeah, hoopla, so right? maybe, yeah. just in your face. Yeah. Green Bay Packers. He's kind of been a little bit in your face since that's happened. Yes, he has. I don't fault him for that. And, and, and that's <laughs> I'm not fine. saying that fault him. I'm saying he doesn't yeah. like that. was a yeah. shot across the bow. Of course. Yeah. And that's fine. I, I don't have a problem with that. But, that's but it's angst against, against the organization. He was to Favre. He did the same thing that he's doing. To, I mean, yeah. that he did to Favre. He came on. Look, it's an organization. Yeah. It's, it's a business. business. It's a business. That's right. That's how it's going to go. Anyways. All right. Next topic. Next topic. Well, I mean, we've been talking for a while, so I know. But I want to do something a little more fun here. We often talk about food on the podcast. Yes, we do. All the time. This is one of our favorite subjects. So I want to ask you guys, what's your favorite food, man? What do you like? We have. We need some categories because there's like... No, no, Jeff, what's your favorite food? Oh, dude. Like if you were going to... Pick a place to eat. Last meal. Ooh, last meal? Okay. What would you have? Last meal? Oh, give me a second. Um, Think... All right, let me ask you this. Uh, what's your favorite dessert? Okay, I got you. Okay. Warm rhubarb and strawberry pie with ice cream, with vanilla ice cream. Why'd you have to have the rhubarb in there? I love rhubarb. Cause it's, what is I it? love rhubarb. Oh, you don't know what rhubarb is? I mean, I know, but... Yeah. It's like, a, it's like celery, man. It's like sour <laughs> celery. Dude, if it's made right... Sour celery? In your pie. Okay, it's good. Celery so, yeah. pie. I don't, I don't mind the taste that rhubarb brings. That's why you had the ice cream. But the texture is not good. So if it's baked right, I like it. When I was going to go my used to make strawberry rhubarb jam. Mm. Delicious. That's it was great. Homemade. It was okay. fantastic. All right. Anyhow. Um, it's really hard, but I think I'm going to go with my roots here. I grew up, uh, I'm a southern boy, um, and I love my grandmother's uh, pe- uh Blackberry cobbler with vanilla mm. ice cream. Mm. Um, I mean, I do love pecan pie with ice cream. Oh, that's where you're going. Ooh, I, I love, love pecan, pecan pie. Those are you can those, those two. All my pecan pie. In fact, <laughs> oh, man. In fact uh, for uh, my wedding, my wife and I, instead of having cake, we had pecan pie. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Really? It was amazing. I love it. Yeah. Cool. I wish I would have thought of that. That's genius. It's good. good it's good stuff. Man, I love I love pecan pie. Good pecan pie. By the way, and it can't be like store bought or restaurant. Like I don't like the thick goop. Yeah. No, it's I like half of the goop and, and mostly even, pecan. My wife pecans. will put the pecans all the way to the top, and the goop just goes through the middle. Oh. So there's always a pecan. Hmm. Oh, so good! I love mm. it. <laughs> Dude, we need to go find some pecan pie down here. Oh, yeah. 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 Pie. I love pies in general. I just love pies. But I once had blackberry pie with mango ice cream. It was unbelievably good. It was. I could see it. It blew hurt. my mind. Like it's so much better than the vanilla. I mean, I would. I like. I would make a smoothie that had blackberries and yeah, mangoes. Mango. It. So it's a good combo, man. But it was homemade. It was homemade mango ice cream. Mm. Oh, so good. All right, favorite dessert, Chris. I'm going. With the cannoli. 
Cannoli. Oh, cannoli. Oh, cannoli. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was going to go Southern. I mean, I do Italian, like uh, like a good cherry pie, but cannoli. So when I go to New York with the senior class trip, oh, really? go to my little place. There. What place do you go to? Um, it's on the right as soon as you enter Little Italy. <laughs> it's on the right. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to New York, it's on the right. No, 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 no. <laughs> when you enter Little Italy, there's a sign, and it's the first one you on the right. Can, you can enter Little Italy from it's four a, directions. But it's a white sign with blue lettering, and I just go right in. You know exactly where it is. Oh, right it's, it's right. 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 But I have to convince <laughs> the kids, like, well, we really got to go to Little Italy. And they're like, what's in Little Italy? Yeah, it's, it's on the right. It's on the right. And then I load up, and then I take them back because people are like, oh, "I've never had one of those." And then on the bus, oh, yeah. All right. All, all right. Flavors, so. so let's get let's get to the food part. We've yeah. talked about ours yeah. too yeah. much. Yeah. 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 Food. Food. Chris. Well, yeah. This is like a snake draft. Now it's your turn. Oh, snake draft. I don't know. I mean, I don't. If it was like last meal, or if your wife said, "I'm going to make you your favorite food tomorrow," or take you to your favorite restaurant to eat your favorite food, what would you choose? What's the what's the birthday restaurant? Oh, you got it. Okay, okay. we'll yeah, go back to. Right. It's yeah. very specific. It's in. I don't need. It's in Michigan. It's Silver Beach Pizza. On the right, when you get into yeah. Michigan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Going to Michigan. Time out. Yeah. Look at him now. He's gonna tell us where this place is. It's called it's <laughs> called Silver Beach Pizza. Silver Beach. And they they have a margarita pizza. And usually I like deep dish pizza. Like I'd call it Detroit. Got it. It's Detroit. It's but. It's a thin pizza. It is amazing. And it's some of the memory for me because we'd, we'd usually go to the beach and then we'd go and we'd hang out at the carousel with, with the family. And it's a lake. Yeah. It's not a beach. Okay, listen. There is sand and there is a big enough body of water that you can't see across it. Sure. It is a beach. No, a beach it's not is an ocean. Beach. He, no, he says it's not a beach. A Where's beach it? is any sand yeah. across water. Yeah. Yeah, no, not for yeah. 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 We go to the beach and we would have a day there and, and enjoy it and then go rinse off real quick and then go to Silver Beach Pizza. It was just so that the whole thing, the whole day was just really, really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, you, you said so. But Silver Beach Pizza, I would go for pizza. I love pizza. Oh, I love pizza. Yeah. Yeah. So thin or thick? See, I like. Or no, hand tossed. This one's hand tossed, but I, my favorite is a deep dish pizza. Okay. Thin or thick? Oh, man, it depends. Um, you got to order it right now, thin or thick? Probably thick crust, but I'm not mm. like I'm not like two inch like Chicago deep right. dish. Detroit thick. is a little bit less. I said Detroit. Right, thin or thick. Chicago deep dish, Giordano's with the sauce oh. on top. Oh, it's just on the right. Just it's in the right with mushrooms inside. In the right, in the right. But I do have the name of the place. All right, all right. What's the canola? La Bella. La Bella. How much are they paying you? On this podcast, no. we got sponsored. No, man, they should. Hey, LaBelle, if you're listening to, we know you're on the right when you go to Little Italy. <laughs> From Grand Street or Canal Street. Oh, okay. that's sweet. I'll, I'll take one instead of cannolis. All right, food. Uh, I, I'm having a hard time. I feel like I had, I've had stronger opinions on this when I was, you know, younger maybe. But um, I think birthday. When you mentioned birthday restaurant. Um, one of my favorite places, and actually, I just went there for my birthday oh, recently, and it w I was a little disappointed. They had gone. There was a changeover mm. in uh, ownership, but it's always it always goes downhill. I'm uh, I'm a heathen, so definitely a burger. But mm -hmm. listen, to listen to this. Listen to this here. Let's do this. This was the Oaxaca burger. How do you say? It? Is it? Is I don't Hispanic, know what you're saying right, right now. A oh. 
Okay, anyway. How do you it's know a, it's, it's Hispanic, by the way? Well, I think someone told me it was. You <laughs> 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 gotta check your sources. Okay, oh, listen. Oh, 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 somebody oh, told me I'd give a million dollars for everybody. Right here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so it's a burger with avocado, pico de gallo, queso fresco, cilantro, lime mayo, right? Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. Sounds really good. Um, but then it's served with... Um, these these are crazy. Sweet potato tots. Oh, okay. And they have burnt marshmallow foam on the sweet potato oh, tots. And it's garnished it. with oh. some dark chocolate. It went downhill oh. fast. Oh. Oh. Garnish back, really back. Stop right before the chocolate part. The only thing uh, worse you could have said there is replace the chocolate with raisins, and then it would have been the. What? No. They also, <laughs> on that. They also have truffle fries, which are really oh. good. Oh, I can't yeah, do that. Yeah. Very good. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Your turn. I have no idea. Like your birth, where you're going to your birthday? Where are you gonna go eat, man? I don't even know where I went and ate it a couple months ago. Chick Fil A. Well, what do you do? <laughs> That's my second one right uh, there. There you go. That's fast food though. I definitely yeah. probably go downtown Chattanooga mm-hmm. um, to Tony's Pasta. Tony's Pasta. Yeah. Tony's Pasta is good. Tony's is good. Tony's is good. I like it because, except I like tortellini, and then they bring you the tortellini, and it's like oh, tortellini's always like two. two it's pieces. like four of them or two of them, yeah. and it's a filled pasta. Okay. Yeah. Oh. But I, do I like love tortellini. It's always so little. I like tortellini. So tortellini. There you go. Yeah, that's that's right. your go-to. Tony's is good, man. Tony's yeah, I like Tony's. Yeah. Man, you like an Indian. Tony's, if you're it's Tony's and a, and a Somehow that came out tonight. Yeah. yeah. Love La Bella. I didn't, I didn't realize you were such a Italian food guy, man. Yeah, I like Italian yeah. food. Yeah. Not bad. Man, I'm so excited to have these guys on. I mean, yeah. we, we should try to do this again sometime. We should try to have the round table again. Yeah. And, and obviously, Jeff has set himself up to come back again because he sure. wants to talk about how lying's okay. Um, <laughs> Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> I, I, I didn't put words. I didn't say the whole sentence. But, you know. okay, you said, Rogers. yeah. Okay, Aaron Rodgers. And then you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but okay. All right. Here's yeah. another story I heard. Have you guys heard of rank choice voting? Yes. Like, right? like no. Stinky choice voting. What do you know about like, it? Ranking. So instead of choosing like only one candidate, you you choose like out of these, I would choose this one first. If this one doesn't get it, I would take this one second, and so on. Yeah. Perfect. So another smart one. On yeah, 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 yeah. I love so, it. That was I, Josh Woods, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Josh, <laughs> Josh is smart. Just give him credit. So He's ranked good. choice voting is exactly that. It's not. It, it huh. kind of takes out the two people. So I guess like if they did the primaries or something like that. I don't know how they would do it, but there's some pros and cons, and I'll read those to you here. Basically, instead of two candidates, you have like you said five candidates. Oh. And you rank them in priority. You give them all a score. They get a number. Yeah, they get a number, and so. It's not like there's not like this. And what they said is, is they one of the well, I'll read you the pros and cons. Here are the pros. All right, let's see, let's see if we agree with these. Here are the pros to uh, rank choice voting. The first one determines the candidate with the strongest support. I'm not sure if I necessarily believe that. Um, encourages. Here's the big one that most people are are saying is 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 one of the biggest positives. Encourages civil campaigning. Okay. So here's what they're saying. They're saying they're saying if it discourages you from trash talking someone else because everyone's voting. So let's say let's let's just the candidates we know, Trump or Biden, right? From That's the last election. Rank voting. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so let's let's say we had Trump, um, Biden, and we'll put another person in there. Let's just say Curcio was r- running for president. Curcio for president. I got you. Yeah. Bernie. 
You could. So, what what they're saying is, if you are so nasty to the person below you, people are going to dislike you so much that they're going to put you last every time. Which means you get low points from them. So it kind of, hmm. kind of evens out the top the, the top votes. Mm-hmm. So they're saying they think it will encourage people to be more civil mm-hmm. and not as attacking and be like, well, here's what I truly believe in. And it, because if you attack someone and you're nasty, more likely someone's going to hate you. I think it would be it would be good, like you're talking about in primaries, like if, if we knew that like, let's say 50% of the people wanted this person to be number one, but 90% of the people were okay with them, with the second person being in, mm-hmm. I'd rather see the second person be in. See what mm-hmm. I'm saying? If, if they put 90%, put this person as number two. Yeah. So they, you, that first one you read, you get more, you, you know who got the most support. They, they may not have voted this person first, but they voted second. So I'd like to know that. It's, it's, it's and good. it seems like, let's say, obviously, Curcio's not in it, but let's say Curcio got second. All those who put everyone else down as third would be less angry. Mm-hmm. Because yes. it was, the person they hated didn't win. They probably wouldn't be happy, but they wouldn't be right. as angry. Right. They'd be like, oh, okay, okay, well, at least that guy didn't get in. Yeah. Or like, yeah, I mean, I, I guess similar, but like, let's say you wanted, you know, Curcio uh, first, but then he got, you know, like he didn't get it, but the, another person got it. And you're like, well, he was my second choice, or yeah, she was my second choice. Like second would, choice was. So there would just... still be support rather than be like, ah, I hate that other yeah. person, yeah. you know. And I think, Not my guy. But actually, yeah. I think this kind of ranked uh, choice voting also would have, I think the way that they run it, it's it's several people. Yeah. So it's not just a two-party, it's not just a two-party system. They want more people in it. Well, that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> Here are the other pros. Reduces wasted votes. I can Impact, understand that. Yeah, I can I understand, understand that. And the, third, and the fourth pro they have is eliminates the need for multiple elections. So they said there would be no need for runoffs. They don't do runoffs. You, can, you wouldn't need to because if it was so close, you'd know who the... You know yeah, because it, information on the voters. All right, and here are the cons. It's too complicated. No. I guess there's some complications in there and how people would vote. I think it's complicated because people don't understand. They'd be confused. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The person with the most votes can lose. Yeah. That's which, just, that makes sense. But that can already happen. Yeah. You can win the popular vote and still lose. Yep. So that's still. I don't is know why that's true. Well, is that true in a primary? I don't know enough to answer that question. I, I, st- I still think it's. It's not. Yeah, I don't not, know if it's electoral in primary. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. So that's what I'm saying. It might be true in primaries for this. But I'm saying if it, if we did this for the president, yeah. right? Yeah. That's it's possible already. All right. Another con is you your vote might not count if it's exhausted. I don't get that one to be honest with you. Um. And then it violates the one person, one vote. And I don't understand. I don't think it violates the one person, one vote. I mean, I guess you don't get one vote. Well, who chooses, I guess, if it's like, I don't know, the weighting of it would be interesting because I would get several votes. I'd get five votes. Like in a primary, go back to that. Was like, I'd get five, like one, two, three, four, five. And so I actually am voting for more people than just the one. But, but maybe, they, maybe they're saying it not as a big impact. What happens if you just write one and you don't fill out the rest of it? Mm. Then you're. Then it would be back to one person, one vote. But that's correct. Then the, the other four people are getting no points. Yeah. It um, might invalidate the vote, though. Yeah. Just like the hanging chat. Okay. I, I mean, I, I got you on the exhausted vote. Um, the exhausted vote is, let's say that, um, 
that I, I don't qualify, right? And um, you used Biden and Trump, I think, as mm -hmm. an example of me, right? So uh, if everyone tries to vote for me after they already narrowed it down, and I am not part of the top two, mm -hmm. you have to choose between now Trump and Biden, then the idea is it's, it, it would exhaust that vote. So it wouldn't count. Yeah. It would invalidate it because I am no longer in the running. But the, here's the thing. It. I don't think you can do it with a two-person... No, obviously, the, the way that they have it set up is multiple candidates. Yeah. So I'm just using primary, the example so that we, we have now. But, Correct. Yeah. But I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm not worried about the primaries. I'm worried about the big one. Because that's I where the most... But I think also, I'm not going to go back and say who, names here, but I think we might have a different person as a nominee for, from a party if you went to this system. Possibly. That's because true. You, you may have said, okay, yeah. Trump won 50% of the vote. But like I said earlier, like, but number two, there was 90% of the people that put him, this person, as number one or two. So your primaries would be more civil. Yes. But your main election might not be more civil. It might not be more civil, but you might have a different person nominated. And they might start to learn. Yes. Yeah, it might know. be better. I don't know. Would the supporters be civil? Vladimir? Hardly not. I do think so. that there have been some precincts that have already done it this way. Yeah. On smaller levels. Right, right. I don't know how. How's the other that? Oh, really? They do rank choice? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, for the mayor, the local mayors, they mm. did it that way. For the local mayors, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. They do. I'd like to, I'd like to read up on that. To <coughs> well, if you know anything about rank choice voting, I just I thought that was kind of an interesting thing, I, an article I read. and could be cool for school elections. Interesting. We often, we often get like five or six running for one office, and then they do a first are you, you know. saying at your school it gets pretty ugly? No. <laughs> I'm just saying, but you, but you, yeah. but you have to then do a runoff and then again do another, oh, yeah, gotcha. another vote oh, no, right no. there in the same thing. Yeah, no, no. I don't, wait, I don't know if it's ranked choice. It's like it's like they have five. They have five they have like candidates, five candidates, and then you circle three of them, uh, and whoever gets the most, then those three are there. So you don't so rank them basically one to three. I, you you get three you, out of five, kind of. I think and then you, they process of I think they get commissioners, or the, aren't they like commissioners? But then the one that gets the highest rank in college, I have no idea if this is right, gets the mayor, the highest vote. We'd have to ask Bridget. She yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We we need that. We actually we probably are. We're that. probably back actually back. wrong right. and coming back next week. To yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. we might we're come right. back next week to apologize again. We're just yeah, again. demonstrating how to apologize. We've yeah, planned yeah. the errors that we've been. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's error in those. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 fully. Uh, yeah, take. Anyways, I like the I like the concept no. of trying to make elections more civil. Yes. Because right now, I think it would help our country also heal, because right now it's so dive. Well, divided. Mm -hmm. It's so divided right now. Everyone hates the other side's candidate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think part of that did come from the campaigning and demonizing the other side. So the other side thinks the other side's evil because of what well, was think, said about them. I think some of it that comes from, too, putting so much faith into what we are doing as humans, where I think, I've talked to so many people, that how can you be a Christian and believe that about politics? Or how can you be a Christian and believe this? Or if your person's elected, America is done. I'm like, God is in control. Like, there's going to be things that happen in our country that we're not going to like, that are going to go. I'm not saying just give up and don't vote. Or give up. I want uh, voting is we need to get out and do do that. But we put Maybe. so much faith. I think I think we should and until it until we can. But I think we put so much faith in ourselves and in our own judgment 
that we're in whatever you think is going to destroy America. We're going to destroy what our, the world we, we know. And I'm like, that's not true. God and, is in control. And we've said this before. Yeah. America is going to be destroyed at some point. Yes. And the world's, all the world's governments. So I, we spend too much time protecting world governments instead of protecting God's government. But we shouldn't destroy either. No, I don't think we yeah. should destroy yeah. it, no. But we shouldn't also be protecting. It's like the U.S. government is not the is not the cure for what ails us. Yes. It's only God. It's yeah. only God's yeah. kingdom. And he's in control. And we both sides that. may have components to that. Yes. And do have components yes. to that. But and we'll we... play into it because we live in a simple world. That's, mm -hmm. how it, that's how that cookie crumbles, people. You know what I love it? I love it. right now, Pastor Chris is just drooling over this, those cannolis while we're talking. <laughs> he's scrolling through his, his he's, phone. He's showing us yeah. oh. La Bella. He yeah. showed me the sign to Little Italy and he yeah. said, I told you. It's up there on the right. <laughs> <laughs> it's here. I mean, you can't see it. I'm sorry. You uh, you'd have to Google it. Hey, something else I noticed while we were talking, at least at the beginning, Jeff, when you were talking, you would be looking at the recorder. Yes. It's almost like you're making eye contact with the I get energy from people, so you people, guys are listening. He is yeah. look, when Jeff is talking, he's looking at you. Yes. Yes. Trying right to now, you look like technology. a recorder with yeah. a microphone on it. <laughs> but Smile. I, 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 it was kind of intriguing yeah. to see that every time you uh -huh. talk. So anyways, what I'm telling you is yeah. that... And every time recording. I look, is to make sure that it's recording <laughs> and that you can hear us. So we'll see what happens. Well, hey, man, thanks for joining us. I hope you had a little Thank bit you. of fun. I know yeah. you were a little worried about it, but we'll ha I'd like to have you all at, at some point again, maybe at Roundtable or maybe... Next one time we come all the way down mm. to all the here. The location they're going to guess. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, you have to put that up on ID. We'll see if we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you, you can guess. Options. We want to know what city we're in. How's that? City? City. Listen. What if we're not in a city? All right. Exactly. That's city or town. How's that? Yeah. Okay. okay. Right. That works. Here, here, here's Specifically. They what? know there's only so many places we can go driving down because we've already given them those clues. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, right? do your due diligence. There's a lot of towns. Between uh, yeah, there's a lot of towns. Of the, uh, but uh, where do okay. we start driving yeah. down from? All right, yeah. well, I'm gonna stop them because they're gonna keep giving hints, <laughs> and next thing you know, it's gonna be very easy for you to guess. So let us hear from you. We don't want to make it too hard. Diversity on the Hill at gmail.com or Diversity on the Hill on IG. It's on in Florida. IG. Keep sending us that feedback. I'm going to edit oh, that out, by the way. No, don't no, edit it no, out. No, no, no. Don't edit it out. Florida has a lot of towns. Oh, that's been what? We could have been in Savannah, Georgia. We yes. could have. You know, we might have been. We could have been in Marietta. Florida we has a lot towns. We could have been in Columbus, Georgia. <laughs> we could have been in... Oh, I'm uh, killing right now. Uh, all right, anyhow. All right, I'm going to pray. All right, pray for us. Call it. Love, love, we thank you so much for the opportunity to... To have an open conversation, an honest conversation, and sometimes uncomfortable conversations. Thank you for our friends who have joined us to be able to, to have this discussion. And Lord, we just help us to allow you to be at the forefront of everything we do say and think. Uh, we want to be able to reflect your light to this world that's full of darkness. And ultimately, what we want is for people to say, yeah, there's something about him or her that I want to know about. And we hope that what shines is you, Lord. So make that reality in our lives. Thank you for your blessings. We love you. In your name, amen. Thank you for listening to the University on the Hill podcast. I am PJ and I am out. Peace. That was Jeff. <laughs> See ya.
That was Josh. And I'm out too. And that was Chris. <laughs> Going to get a cannoli. And, and this is PK. Many blessings. Till next time.